Fit, active, healthy, happy, enjoying the prime of your life. Looking out for your health and wellness, this is Health Talk with Fred Lowry from Lowry Drug in Statesville. Call now to ask Fred your health questions, 704-873-1400, 704-873-1400. You can also visit Fred at his store, conveniently located on Hartness Road in Statesville. Hello, we're, we're on, huh? We are on. Okay. Uh, this is Fred Lowry, I'm a pharmacist and uh, Doctor of Natural Medicine at Lowry Drug here in Statesville. Uh, this program is intended to share knowledge and information based on my own research and experience. is not intended to offer individual advice and does not replace a one-on-one -on -one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional. So it's not intended as uh, medical advice. Uh, I would encourage you to make your own healthcare decisions, and uh, your daily choices really has more to do with your health and anyone in the healthcare field. Throwing a disclaimer in the top to start it off, huh? I, I have been doing that. I'm oh, you have I, been? I, well, yeah, I'm supposed to do that, aren't I? No, I, I always say put the Dr. Fred stamp on it. That's uh -huh. what I've been saying on the morning show. Well, I, you know, I think we're supposed to have an obligatory kind of Are disclaimer. We? I support you. WSIC well, Sports supports Well, you know, the thing Dr. is, I, and the main thing is, I, I do really uh, think people have to take charge of their health. Sure. You know, so uh, do do your own research. It's, it it I know it becomes daunting at sometimes. We're going to talk about uh, attention deficit today, but before we do that, uh, I want to talk about my CBD oil just a little bit. Let's. So, uh, I had a farm that was commercially farmed, and uh, and when I moved there, uh, of course that went away, and. Uh, and I started, uh, had an interest in uh, how to, can you reclaim land that had chemicals on it and, and make it uh, usable that eventually it could be turned back into an organic type situation. <clears throat> so I won't go into what I did, but there were some things I did with homeopathics. It's, a, it's kind of a long story. And I was testing the soil as I did it uh, almost weekly. It was kind of an experiment. But in the end, I um, uh, was partnering with a, uh, a local uh, farmer. They wanted to grow hemp there for CBD oil. And uh, so I talked to him about, you know, me cleaning up the land. So I, I went ahead and got the, the, uh, the land tested. And I sent it off to a lab and it didn't show any, any kind of chemicals. Uh, herbicides or pesticides or anything like that. So it's a perfect place to grow hemp because it's, you have to be really particular about you know growing that kind of product. And the product is in tested so that you you would see you know does it have heavy metals? Does it have any chemicals? Uh, petroleum related products, uh, all kinds of things. So uh, so we ended up <coughs> growing hemp and. Um, we were doing. We were contracted with a, a company that was supposed to buy the hemp at the end of the period, and and they reneged on us. No. <laughs> oh, so we no. we had quite a bit of money in, in, in tied up in this. So we went ahead and uh, uh, you know harvested the hemp, and so uh, you know I had to figure out what to do with it. And well, luckily there was a, a company here in Statesville that d is a processor. 
So I, that's what put me in the hemp business. I hadn't planned on unintentional making the product. I had unintentional, I, but uh, you know, I was just trying to. I had I had all this material. You had to do something with it. So I got into the the uh, extraction process, and I applied you know my knowledge of herbal medicine and, and tinctures and to that. And in um, most hemp is really heavily processed, but if you if you just do a, an alcohol extraction, which they do a cold alcohol extraction, <clears throat> and it goes through a process, that's as close to the the way the plant, uh, you know, the material of that plant is supposed to be in nature. And in herbal medicine, that's what we want. We don't want to distill it. We don't want to process it further. We just take the way it's basically presented in nature pure yeah and it, and it has what's called an entourage effect so the entourage effect means that you can't really just isolate one component of a plant although pharmaceutical companies do that uh, and say this is <clears throat> the thing that we need for for the effect <clears throat> because all of those components work together and the same is true with uh, hemp, the hemp product or CBD. And in in you know CBD is the the main uh, considered the main active ingredient, but there's CBA, CBC, CBG, all kinds of components, and there's a, a there's a nutritive effect of it because there's uh, vitamins and there's minerals in there. And there's terpenes, which is the fragrant part of the plant, and they have medicinal value. So we, we did that, uh, just that that one extraction. As an experiment, uh, we went ahead and distilled uh, a portion of it just to see what happened. And I'm testing it, and I'm sending it off to an independent lab, you know, with each, each step. And so when you distill it, the reason a lot of companies want to do that is because it cleans up the flavor of it. You know, herbs are not necessarily uh, good in terms of flavor. The most delectable. Right. So it cleans up the flavor of it. It looks a little cleaner. But, it, you know, once you do that, and I had that tested, it completely changed the profile of what was in it. So it changed the terpenes. And many companies will actually buy terpenes and put them back in their product. So the reason I'm telling you about this uh, today is because we had a, a great success story that I'm just thrilled for the lady. Uh, apparently, a lady came in yesterday evening with terrible neuropathy, and she's been having trouble sleeping, pain, nothing seems to work for The pharmacist that works for me there recommended the CBD oil. She called back this, this morning and said, I, I got tremendous relief from that. I was able to sleep last night. It doesn't hurt anymore. Yeah, you know, my fingers were just terrible, and she was. She took some by mouth, and she put it on her hands, and she said, it, it, "It's it's it's a miracle." Now, is, is it going to be a miracle for everybody? Maybe. No, I don't think so. No. Was this the one you grew though? This was. Yeah, the this is the grew? one that we that we have that we sell. It's okay. A, it's a tincture in in uh, in oil. Uh, so, uh, but it's it's it is a great product. It. Uh, it's been helpful for people <coughs> for different kinds of pain, uh, helps anxiety. So there's a lot of good things out of that. Let me ask you, because 
is the distilling relevant even if you are putting it into another form besides the flour? Because does the taste and all that matter if you're putting it into an oil? Or, or is the distilling only relevant if you keep it in flour form? Uh, well, if you keep it in the flour form, and a lot of people actually, there are places that sell that, uh, you know, that's different. You know, that's for smoking, basically. Uh, you know, which I think obviously is an effective way of getting the drug in an individual. Uh, but, you know, you also wonder about the damage you're causing to your lungs. Does that counteract the entire health? You, you know, benefit? I'm not a, I, I just, th it's an effective route of administration, but I think it could have some downstream damage to, to the lungs. You know, we're, we're not really made to, uh, to uh, consume products like that. So, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, with the oil, it's just, it, just it, it doesn't taste bad. It just doesn't taste great. Are you a regular user of CBD? I, just out of curiosity. I occasionally do if I'm having pain, uh, but I tried it for sleep and it works great, but I, I sleep well anyway. Because so. you're Dr. Fred. Yeah. And that's what you do. We'll be back. Talk continues now. Here's your host, Fred Lowry, on the new 1059 100.7 WSIC. Right, we're back, and um, we got. Oh, we. I, I'm early on that. I, I gave you both, so we said the, let's okay. create some imaging for Dr. Fred, and then and then we got to give you the music. You're okay. a big music guy. You know, people know this about you. Who's your favorite artist ever? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. There's so many. Give me one. Who comes to mind? Like, who are you going to jam to on the way home today? Besides WSIC, probably my my favorite would uh, would be have been Tony Rice, uh, okay. bluegrass uh, guitarist. You, you play the guitar? I do. You are full of surprises and enigma. Okay, all right. Yeah, uh, uh, we won't get into all that. Wow. Uh, so uh, attention deficit. Back to school. Uh, you know. One of the big problems with attention deficit right now is a lot of people can't get the medication. You know, there's a big shortage of uh, of uh, Adderall and, and those types of medication. So uh, from the uh, CDC, they say that we've got more than 6 million uh, children from 3 to 17 uh, on, uh, that have attention deficit. Now, some of them are on medication, some are not. Uh, that number goes up, and, and you know, like three to five year olds is two percent of that number. Uh, six to eleven, ten percent. Uh, Twelve to seventeen year old, thirteen percent. Boys are more likely to be diagnosed with that. Uh, some also have um, uh, conduct or behavior issues uh, with that, uh, which may include anxiety, uh, other things, and. And by the way, that of course the the drug causes anxiety, at, you know, at some level. But uh, recently, I, I just got this from the board of pharmacy. Uh, came across my email uh, today. So uh, the FDA and the DEA are working with uh, trying to work with manufacturers. You know, of course, they can't require a company to make a drug. 
Uh, but uh, the data shows that from 2012 to 2021, the overall dispensing of these stimulants has increased 45.5% in the U.S. Mm. So that's, that's a lot. And, and so we also had a, a big uh, increase uh, in, in this thing with uh, the lockdowns. I'd imagine. So uh, th- this, with this increased demand, uh, there was one study sa- found that there was a 26.5% uh, increase in diagnosis of attention deficit. Uh, 22% of that, uh, or let's see, with, with the lockdown, so that 22% uh, increase in adults, 17% uh, in uh, children, diagnosed for the first time so uh you know part of that is dietary and and we're going to talk a little bit about that because uh diet does play a a big role in this and so you know when you're taking these medications it's an amphetamine and and there are potential serious side effects including uh, psychosis seizures muscle twitches cardiovascular problems uh, loss of circulation in the fingers and toes, unexplained wounds. So, uh, and, and the way, it, it's kind of an odd thing because what you're doing is giving a stimulant to a child that's overstimulated in some cases with the hyperactivity thing. Don't we all have ADD to an extent? <clears throat> Absolutely. I know I do. My wife will tell you I do as well. And so where does the spectrum begin then to think that a prescription is needed for ADD? Well, you know, when when you're talking about a spectrum of a neurological type disorder, it could be from a mild attention deficit <clears throat> all the way up to full-blown autism. Are, are, do they prescribe... Um, what it's Vyvanse is one. What's the other common one? You said the prescription Concerta, yeah. uh, Adderall. Adderall. Do, so, people with autism do will they just prescribe this to, to a child I, with autism? I, I don't see that. I'm just using yeah, that as an example. It's <clears throat> an example yeah. of a neurological um, type disorder. Right. So, but basically, you're you're increasing neurotransmitters in the brain. And do you think that? Do you think that this was for kids already had it going into the lockdown, Vidco lockdown, or is it more that during the time of being locked up, it just seemed to come out more because of the activities taking place? What do you think? Well, you know, one of the things is we were indoors more. We had, you know, we were doing entertainment related to screen time. Maybe uh, maybe more video games. Diets were much worse. Sugar, you know, like one of the number one things is with this, and there are people that will disagree with this, but and say sugar has nothing to do with it, but they're wrong. You know, sh- you know, number one thing is you know get rid of the sugar. You know, part of that is you know when you're if you just think about it, if you have an increased sugar and then sugar crashes. <clears throat> because your insulin's going up to accommodate that. What happens when you have a sugar crash? You can't focus. I, I, you get hangry. That's right. <laughs> right. 
you know, your behavior is not going to be that great. Sleepy. Sleepy. Yeah, so, you know, that has an impact, you know, uh, on these children. There was this uh, thing I ran across, too, I found, found it interesting. Uh, a generation of nature deficit youths. So basically, uh, uh, this guy wrote a book uh, years ago um, called The Last Child in the Woods, and it describes uh, a lifestyle deficit of being in nature. You know, so uh, a survey showed that uh, half the children spend less than one hour outside daily. Uh, and so they, they, they dubbed it uh, natu- uh, nature deficit disorder. Ah, a little play on words there. Yeah, so uh, children spend three times uh, more hours on the computer and watching television than playing outdoors. So um, yeah, and of course with the uh, with the lockdowns, you know, students were limited in their outdoor recreation. Uh, you know, people couldn't go to parks, maybe in some places. Uh, so uh, and, and and then you also uh, there's an association with uh, emotional distress r- related to that. So. Uh, 2019 study, 13% of adolescents adolescents were reported with a major depressive episode. So <clears throat> children uh, spending less time outdoors, I think the, you know, some of the games that are uh, uh, the video games are not great for uh, those children. You a big Call of Duty fan? You play Call of Duty? I don't know even know what that is. <laughs> First-person shooter game, military game, very popular game. Yeah, that, we could uh, we could get into uh, another aspect of that. So no, sure. no, uh, <clears throat> no. I, I don't. I don't think it's positive. Now there, there's uh, there is a type of attention deficit where someone becomes over-focused. So if you think about like those those games, you know, if you speak to one of those children while they're on this game, they cannot hear you. Or they get really mad that you interrupted them. One of the two. Right. I, I, I would. I would make that assumption. <clears throat> so being over, being able to overfocus is a skill. You know, in problem solving, and and I'm able to do that uh, many times if I need to. But I also have the thing if I walk uh, across the shop. You know, I'm going. What, what did I come over here for? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> What's the last game you played, Dr. Fred? Board game, video game, card game, last game you played? I don't play games. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's great. That's, that was good. So, um, so uh, you know, we have uh, issues with impulse control, paying attention. There's three, three different categories of attention deficit. The, the inattention a, a hyperactivity uh, or impulse issue, or a combination of those those two. So, you know, it, it this is uh, it, it, now if you think about it, when why would why would we have such an increase, you know, in in attention deficit because of this fair question. Dis- disconnection. So what that means is. Is there something you can do about it to reverse it? 
It's not too late. It's not too late, no. Uh, so it, it, one other thing, too, is that there is, there is a potential, obviously, for addiction to, to these medications and or the creation of uh, an addiction situation, but you may not have found your addiction, addictive substance of choice. If that if that makes sense, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, so, you know the, and and that that does get into a, a, another situation. But the, you know there is dependence there. So, um, you know they have used this for eating disorders as well. Uh, but when it comes down to it, <coughs> the diet does play a big role in in, in this. Uh, I mentioned sugar, artificial dyes, preservatives. These all these things can turn on uh, ADHD symptoms, so that that becomes a big deal. I'm gonna talk a little bit about what's going on in the body with other things like food allergies uh, in the next segment segment here, but dietary choices definitely have a big impact on attention deficit and your health as well. How general. much does eating have an effect? Diet, I'll say, have an effect on our bodies as a whole it is paramount it, it it's it's almost you know it is it, so important you know if you don't do anything even if you don't take supplements you know try to eat food that's good for you and get rid of the the, the stuff that's not do you think dr fred and lowry drug will ever have a full food market for full product you know, decision-making buying power? We will not. <laughs> we will be back <laughs> shortly. Now more health talk with Fred Lowry from Lowry Drug on the new 105.9 100.7 WSIC. Oh, we're back. <laughs> So, uh, talking about uh, foods uh, and attention deficit, and it, this fits for it, for all other things. But obviously, we we, meant, uh, <clears throat> we uh, talked about sugar, uh, glucose sp uh, spikes, uh, insulin release. Uh, gluten has been uh, implicated, but I think it's more than that. It's, it's any kind of food allergy, any kind of wheat. Like, so let's let's talk about what happens. Did you say gluten's been indicted? Is that what you just said? Yes, okay, of course just, it has. All right, I just was asking. Sorry. You're big on that indictment stuff, that's aren't my, you? That's my favorite word right there. Yeah. yeah sorry, well, I didn't mean to interrupt. It's okay. You'll get over it one day. <laughs> um, so uh, when you have a food allergy, uh, it can create indigestion. It can create inflammation of the gut. And so you may not be absorbing nutrients, but the, one of the big things that it does is it incre increases cortisol. Cortisol is a stress hormone. So if if you take if if you were to take a cortisone type product, those of you that have done that, if you take it at night uh, in the evening, you probably are not going to sleep very well because your mind is going to be turned on. You can't turn it off. It's just like the people that wake up in the middle of the night at 3 o'clock. Their circadian rhythm's off, and so they're making cortisol. They wake up, and it's like a light came on. So 
cortisol lowers the threshold of brain activity. So it, it's like the, the flood of the uh, excitatory neurotransmitters hits the brain. You think about nerves as a water pipe, but, but in, that, in that water pipe there are these junctions uh, called a synapse. And so the way information travels across that, there are neurotransmitters that will speed that up or slow it down. So it controls the, the transmission of information that way. But basically when you, when you uh, get cortisol elevated, you're lowering that threshold for that brain activity. Bam, you've got attention deficit. Because it's so, an easier threshold to just let so much come through your brain. Yeah, yeah. So it is, and and it it's it's not a focused thought. I mean, if you if you think about it, if you, anybody that has experienced that, waking up in the middle of the night, you you just got stuff rolling around in your head. It just you can't really turn it off. It happens to me every once in a while. I'll wake up at like three in the morning, whether it's like my wife had woken up by chance and checked on something or she wakes up multiple times in the night but me usually it takes me a long time to fall asleep mm -hmm. and then once i'm asleep i'm usually asleep but once i wake up it, there's no going back to sleep for me that's one of my issues right and, and so what's happening is is you you maybe had it could have been something you ate for supper like if you have a, a dairy allergy and you eat ice cream before bedtime uh -oh. it, that might be enough to to spike very, it very possible so the you know the biggest food allergies are are wheat and and dairy for most people so th these kind of foods and if you think about <coughs> in, in many ways the kind of foods that's on the the menus at school if you look at, at that you know you've got you probably have wheat you've got sugar you've got dairy so if now now we're getting into a thing that may be a lot more difficult to change. And I'm going to tell you, you know, some of these children, uh, they will, you know, they get into eating only one thing, particularly if you don't start them out with a lot of variety when they're growing up or when they're children. And, uh, but I even so, there <clears throat> there are some children out there, I, I know many of our listeners have children that have they just want to eat one thing. They've got issues with textures. They're hypersensitive to many things. It could be touch, sounds, smells. So, and this hyper, hyper uh, 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 thing with the nervous system is related to toxins and, and, and other things and, and, and can be related to uh, vaccine injury as well which is a whole nother uh, can of worms. But the, the main thing <clears throat> to be thinking about here is that, uh, you know, dietary changes are important. And many times we use medication to cover that. You know, so basically, uh, and you can, you can say that about all the other uh, disorders that, that are out there related. So, other things you can do uh, for attention deficit with children, uh, getting in the good types of fats <clears throat> is really important. So Nordic Naturals makes a uh, omega-3 product that's called uh, Focus Junior. So when you, when you get uh, the good fats in the brain, the DHA, uh, 
that becomes a really big piece of maybe helping these children <coughs> with uh, with their focus problems. Do you think that it's it's possible for it to go too far? I mean, you made the statement that hey, you can you know it's not too late, but does it reach a point in the body after so long of inputting, let's say, a lot of sugar or if you continue eating gluten or dairy and you've got an allergy, can it get too far that that threshold can't come back? Um, I don't think so. I think what I can tell you is the younger the person is, the better they'll recover or the more potential for recovery. When you get older, you know, you, you, you have less potential to, to recover. More, there's been more but, time of it ingraining into your body, so it doesn't. Well, like you know, you, you've done damage. Yeah. So, uh, and keep in mind too, hydration plays a big role in everything. I've talked about that before, but you know, the brain requires water just like every other organ. And if you're dehydrated, your organs are actually shrinking. Now that that paints a, a picture to to really think about because you know if you're if your liver does is not fully hydrated, you know it's not going to be able to do the job. So, uh, omega three uh, fish oils, well, usually uh, uh, animal based uh, omega threes, <coughs> are helpful. Uh, not as much the plant based in in this, although they, they do have a, a role. Uh, krill oil is another uh, uh, type of fat. That, that becomes really important. Where where do you think the best source of good fat is for us? Well, the, the best source, for instance, the uh, this Nordic Naturals product is from uh, anchovies and sardines. Anchovies and sardines. Uh, you it, a big is that a big part of your diet? It is not, but uh, you know. It, Sardines, basically sardines from the aspect, and if you get a good quality uh, sardine and you dress it up a little bit, uh, you know, it, it's really not too bad. But the point to that is that it's, it, it doesn't have all the, the, uh, the mercury, uh, the other chemicals in there that you, that you don't want. What's the appropriate way to eat a sardine? I'm just not familiar. I'm sorry. You, you've not done it. I've not. I've I've seen it in cartoons where they roll the can and there's just fish sitting in there. I, I think uh, I think you, you need to let me know the next time that you're going to be here. You're going to bring sardines. I'll, I'll bring. I'll no, bring you will not. <laughs> Doctor Fred sardines. Is that what you guys are selling now? <laughs> I, I I actually did that one time on a uh, your your competitive radio station. Oh yeah. We don't yeah. have any competition. I'm not worried. <laughs> well. Uh, they uh, they weren't really on board with it. I'm on board. Okay. You know me. I'll push the limits on most anything. I don't know about eating sardines. I might throw up after I eat it, but I'll try it. Yep. <laughs> so you know, we'll talk a little bit more about omega-3s and fish oil because it's really good for a, a lot of things, uh, but definitely brain health. So but we want to decrease the uh, or change up the food situation. Uh, omega-3 fats, the focus. Uh, this particular product has some uh, phospholipids in there. It's a different kind of fat. So You've talked about collagen, too. Does collagen play a role in this, or, or is that completely separate? No, that's, uh, 
uh, mostly related to connective tissue. Okay. You know, your 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 brain is mostly fat. So Just gelatin nonsense. It, it, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> Explains so a you're, lot. You're, you're a fathead. <laughs> so, but... What, what this means is not just for your brain, but your entire body. The quality of the fats that you consume are paramount to your health, period. Yeah. You know, so if you're, you know, if you're eating all these seed oils, you're, you're, you know, you're consuming French fries that are fried in canola or whatever. Sure. Bad stuff. So, like, people, like, when they're, when they're hungover, right, they'll go and they'll say, I need McDonald's or I need this to soak it up or soda or something like that. Is there something that can help soak up the bad fat and get it out of there? Well, what happens is as you start getting rid of the bad fat and you start consuming better fats, <clears throat> your body is going to displace, you know, the bad fats and start replacing them with the good fats. So that that's that's really important for the, you know, how well the you know the cell membrane works. So there's no like instant overnight get it out, get it in. It takes time. It's it's a lifestyle change. You know, so it, but this is an example of if you create a, a better environment in the body, the body will heal itself. It's, it's about healing the terrain, the internal terrain of the body. And, and, and once you do that, you know, you're, you're eliminating the, the, the problems that are the, uh, the, the bad stuff and then replacing with the good, you know, the, the body can have the potential to fix itself. You're replacing my brain fat with great knowledge, so I appreciate that. There you go. We'll be right back. We're losing time here, buddy. That's on me. That's on me. That's all right. So we're back. Um, interestingly enough, there there is uh, some herbal uh, choices for... Uh, Attention deficit uh, saffron is one of those. Not sapphire. Not sapphire. Mm-mm. No, no uh, gems here. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, can, it, uh, can you buy saffron at the grocery store? I don't think so. Uh, I, th- I think there's some er- some uh, products out there, but it's it's uh, it's actually known as one of the world's most expensive spices by weight. Really. So I'm not sure the viability of that you know, for, for a lot of people, but it, it does uh, have some of the same effects as uh, the uh, methylphenidate or some of the amphetamines. So the, and, and other choices uh, that you can do, there are uh, focused products, uh, homeopathics. Uh, so homeopathics is a system of likes, cures, likes. And uh, there's two by natural creations, one's for children and one's for adults. It's FCS, or, or abbreviation for focus. CP is the child potency, and HP is the adult product. How, what age for child? When you say child, are we, are we talking north of four or five, or does it matter because it's natural? Or It, it, it doesn't really matter. Uh, you know, it, it's a little bit disturbing to me sometimes when... We see very, very young children, you know, being put on uh, amphetamines, you know, and uh, so um, can't really get into that. But I, I, I think it's. Uh, I, I would my my approach would be okay. Let's 
let's do everything we can that we know about, like some of the things I've discussed first, and then you know see if if we can uh, get by with not using so, uh, a medication, and that's going to be true for any prescription medication. So uh, you know there there are some things to do. <coughs> uh, I I also uh, have spent a lot of time studying uh, homeopathy. And in some cases, what we call a constitutional remedy, uh, which is just one homeopathic remedy at uh, a particular potency, can be helpful in, in uh, changing behavior. It's rather miraculous in, in many cases. So <clears throat> it's one of those things that <clears throat> if I'm able to select a, the right remedy, uh, it's, it's like a miracle. But uh, that's not always the case, you know, so, uh, so it... It's a common thing, right, for people to look for an answer. People want answers when they're not feeling well, when they're when they're something's going wrong. And so you mentioned earlier the success story of the woman who with CBD and helping with her pain and helping with her sleep. And now there could be success with with homeopathics. What's the advice you'd give to people that they're looking for help and looking for answers, and they just feel like they don't aren't finding it? Is there just is there a list of things they can start going through, or, or what do you think is the health approach to that? Well, it's a great question. Um, when I when I first started learning about this stuff, and that was back in the, probably the mid nineties, it, it it's kind of a paradigm shift. You know, it's 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 uh, in some cases, you know, some of these uh, mentors of mine and people that I've followed in seminars and things you know I, I would just I was very intrigued by the whole thing but it, it took me a while to get my head wrapped around it and so uh, over the years you know in looking for answers that's what I've been doing you know I, I, I want to understand what you know what the answer is or what the answer could be and, and many times it's very individualized so, but I'll, I'll tell you, if, if, if the listeners will just kind of do, start with the basics of the things that I've talked about, sometimes those answers happen because disease is not generally one thing. You know, it's a multifactorial thing. There's many things that <clears throat> come together to create uh, something that we classify as a disease. But diet contributed to it, toxicity contributed to it, nutritional deficiencies, uh, environment. You know, so there, there's, there's, and, and that's just kind of hitting the, the top of the, you know, uh, very general approach. So, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, you just have to start looking, you know, see, seeing what information's there. When people come to you for your, because you do some consultations with people, if, if not to go against what their doctor is saying, but to come in and just have a conversation and have another another voice encouraging them and helping them, you know, and help to live a healthier life. What would you say? Do you think that most of the time the issues that or situations that people present to you are things that would likely take a long time to change or fix, or are these sometimes or most of them just one-offs? Like, hey, take this, call me in the morning, and you should feel fine. No, if if they, um, in some cases, you know, they come back in a month for a follow up, and they're like, 
uh, quite a bit better. An interesting thing too is uh, sometimes I'll say, um, okay, is anything improved? And their answer is no. So I go down the list, well, are you still having headaches? <coughs> Pardon. And they well, no, I'm not. Uh, you know, you start going down the list, and I say, well, it looks like you've improved quite a bit. So I just start with the basics, and you know, to your point, uh, you know, I'm not here to tell you not to do something your doctor's told you. But what I do is educate you as to, okay, well, this is, you know, if you're, if you're going to take this medication, you need to take this supplement, case in point, statins and CoQ10. Uh, or, or if, you know, so I, everybody gets to make choices about what their prescription meds are going to be or not going to be and how they relate to their doctor or what. So I, I'm just, uh, I start with the basics and we, we just try to move forward with that. That's a good place to start. I mean, it seems, it's like you've got it figured out, Dr. Fred, as complicated as the body is, but it's not as complicated as we make it out to be. Well, it, it is very complicated and that's the point. You can't micromanage that. You can't, you know, you can't just say, okay, I'm going to change. I'm going to give you this drug. And if you look at the biochemical pathways of the body, you know, which you would never do. I'm not, but I wouldn't even know where to start. It's, it's very complex. And you don't know what you've done downstream, you know, fr from that. So you change one thing and it changes other things. Hence side effects. Like the butterfly effect. Yeah. So, um, so the, the only way to do this that I can make sense of is to improve the terrain, improve the diet, imp you know, get rid of the toxicities. And the body heals itself. That's where, that's where it happens. It's designed to do that. Yeah. If you treat it right. Yeah, if you cut your finger, what happens? I bleed. You do. <laughs> so, but you heal. Now I feel like I've, I'm feeling paper cuts all over me right now. Dr. And, and, and then when you heal, the true healing of that is that you don't even remember. If, you know, you don't, you know, a cut that you had a year ago, you don't remember that. You might have a scar from it, but, you know, it's, it's, it's gone. So, so healing is when, you, uh, when your position improves and, and you don't even think about it. I feel like we're now with Dr. Fred, the psychiatrist, right now, and I'm on the couch, <laughs> and you're just analyzing me, looking through my soul right now. Well, um, I'm actually not doing that, <laughs> but, you know, that that's part of it. You know, and, um, so, you know, the other aspect is, uh, of health is you know, your spirituality. You know, so if you're in conflict w uh, for whatever reason, Things like you haven't forgiven, or you know, whatever whatever it may be, that's hormone disruption. You know, you think about something negative, and and it disrupts everything in your body. Mm. You know, you feel it all over your body. Mm -hmm. It feels bad. By the same token, you see your child do, see your two year olds do something cute, yeah, and and you smile, and and that's hormone integration you feel good yeah i'm a sucker she doesn't do anything wrong i'm sure two-year-old she can do whatever she wants my yeah. son the four-year-old on the other hand that's a different story he's not no yeah so um you know the way we think 
is is also a piece of this. It's it's really important. So, what are you doing this weekend? Anything uh, cool? I've got to do some bush hogging. Yeah, on my farm. Yeah, you're gonna get out on the farm, and, and so the hemp is is there. Is this harvest time on the hemp, or no, it's already gone? No, that, that's that's all. Done. Is hemp a perennial or an annual? So does that mean you want to plant it every year? Are you going to let me come over to the farm? <laughs> you going to let me come over to the farm and hang out? No, you, you have to. You have to print, plant annually. Annually. Yes. So did you guys? Is the process to take? Could you have taken seed from the plant to have for the following grow season? No, you you just want the the flower, the, the female plant. That's all you want. You don't yeah. want any males. Don't want any males fertilizing those flowers. There's a lot of life lessons. Because then on then your uh, your your THC goes up and your you won't hey be now. legal. Hey now, are you thinking? Uh, so so you don't have to grow again but are you contemplating are you still on the fence about growing some more or what do you think if if i need more later i've i've got enough right now so it's it's fine you got enough supply i got enough to you know uh, I, I tell you that a physician friend of mine told me <clears throat> one time or he asked me have you have you been taking your product i said no he said well you're just a hypocrite wow kid, yeah so i wow. said i'll tell you what i'm gonna try it <laughs> so that night i took it and, and it was really strange it doesn't do this every night but i woke up the next morning it felt like my brain had been cleaned i was just so clear from your cbd yeah so wow. obviously which uh, we, we can throw in another thing with with the children issue you know they they've got to sleep well yeah we're running out of time are we we're we're done all right come see us at lowry drug Hartness road yeah